Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? This is what sports television is made for. It is kickoff, and this is speak. There is absolute chaos with the Buffalo Bills, one of the best teams in football, and it is complete anarchy going on in Buffalo. Now, stay with me. They just fired this man, Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, the mind behind the offense, because remember, their head coach is a defensive mind. Now, they replaced him with Joe Brady. Joe Brady, the man behind me in the hat, standing next to Josh Allen. But the question is this. I got to tell you and remind you about what's going on in Buffalo. Who is Joe Brady? See, Joe Brady came to prominence when he coached Joe Burrow, be the best college football team by record ever, 15-0 national champs. Joe Brady was the offensive coordinator for Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, amongst others. So now that Ken Dorsey is gone, Joe Brady is in, and Josh Allen is still there. But the question at hand with all the chaos going on, LaShawn McCoy, is Josh Allen the Bills' biggest issue. I will say this, and I will preface with this. We've heard a lot of voices on television today, a lot of them. But you are the only voice in my mind on national television that actually played with Josh Allen. So of all the voices you all have heard on social media, like Shady, I would say that your voice carries the most weight, at least to me. You know Josh Allen personally. Thank you, brother. Teammate, friend, this is valuable. Break it down. Is Josh Allen the Bills' biggest issue? Before I answer this, Joe Brady, is that what you said? Joe Brady. I like him. You know why? Why that? Got Brady in his name. <laughs> he got to be good. Be. Um, no, but I, I would say that Josh is the, he's probably the, the, the biggest issue right now, right? But he's not the only issue. Sure. I think it's a lot to that. I mean, if you look at the defense, everybody's hurt, right? And I think Von Miller's a guy who's really, really great player, but he's slowing down. The injury is, I think with him, he's still getting back to his uh, original self. And then you look at Mike, Matt Milano. He's an all-pro uh, linebacker. Cool. You need. Cool. Right? Talk to me Go about, to Josh. Talk to me about Josh Allen. Nope. Because you spent a second on Josh and now you're talking about Von Miller. Well, well, you're talking about Matt Milano. Yeah. You're talking about Tredavious well, White. I'm, I'm Talk to me about the man who leads I'm, the league in turnovers I'm, this year. I'm, Tim. I'm giving you all. Give me that later. Okay. Give me that later. <laughs> right, now, straight, Josh. right now, talk okay. to me about Josh. Josh Allen has to play better. Mm. Simple as that. I, I think the issue with him is some he tries to do too much. But even when I play with him, he's so talented, so gifted that you can see impression at times, right? Even like the small fourth down conversion they had. Um, I forget um, what wide receiver it was. I think it was number 10. I can't remember who it was. But easy pass. And he's trying to aim. He's trying to be too perfect. And I think he feels the pressure. He feels the critics. He feels everybody what they're talking about. But if we really just break down who Josh Allen really is, he is a quarterback that can give you tons of touchdowns, yep. right? And he's a quarterback that can give you a lot of picks. But that's the thing about Josh Allen that people don't understand, though. Over his course of, of the last three to four years, sure. he's always turned the ball over. The difference is now they're not winning them games. 
before he put his team in a hole, maybe down 10, down 7, and losing a game through his, or because of his picks, but he'll find ways to win them games. And then we cannot, like, forget who Josh Allen really is. For example, it's 32 teams in the NFL, right? And, and Josh Allen's playing bad right now. Out of 32 teams, it may be four teams to pass on Josh Allen if he was available, right? The Chiefs, mm -hmm. maybe the, the Eagles, Eagles of right? The Bengals. Yeah. That's when it starts getting funky now. Ravens, Who else? Ravens, maybe, Ravens. Maybe, maybe the Ravens, yeah. right? You the, know the Chargers. Maybe, they love them some herb. No, that's, that's, that's four. So Texans. what's that, 28 in the Texans? Texans. So, so out of what, 28 teams... Mm -hmm. Want Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll take all that bad luggage. They'll take all that because they know how good his ceiling really is. Now, he has to be better from the win games. And, it could, and the thing is, he don't have a lot of help around him. Look at the wide receiver cores that a lot of these other top wide, or quarterbacks have. They're a lot better than Josh Allen's. And I think that if Josh Allen had them type of players on his offense, you wouldn't see him pressing so much. You wouldn't see him forcing it so much. That's the truth. So a lot of that is Josh Allen. But some of that is he needs more help. Yeah. He does. I like it. I like it. At least you talk about Josh Allen. Because I'll say this. I'm about Matt it, it's, it's some teams yep. that I think if you put Josh Allen on. Yeah, it was a real soft think, landing, though. I'm going to say, I think, I think they. He's like, I'm glad it ain't my turn no more. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I wasn't keeping it real. That's keeping it real. Josh Allen is playing bad, and, okay. and he's a big reason why they lose it. Yeah. But it's not all on him. Yeah. I mean, he is so good, and he's still elite. No doubt. He's having a bad year, which okay. happens all the time with great players. Yeah. I think that if you, if you ask all these other um, GMs and, and owners, if they would take Josh Allen over their quarterback, a lot of them, like 28 teams, probably would. That's the truth of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was on me. It's on you, big dog. <laughs> is he the biggest issue? Absolutely. Um, Shady brought up a good point, right? He's been turning the football over, but they were finding ways to win. Mm -hmm. Who was getting the praise? Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. That's right. On the cover of Madden, doing all this stuff. A lot of commercials. Hershey's. Josh Allen is one of the top elite quarterbacks in the game, turning the ball over, but they were finding ways to win. He's doing the same thing right now, but they are not finding ways to win, mm -mm. right? We all know, no matter what happens on any of these football teams, it's always going to be a scapegoat. It ain't never going to be Josh Allen with the type of talent that he has, so it had to be Dorsey, mm. be the scapegoat. But it is Josh Allen's fault. You touch the football every single play. And since you have came into the National Football League, you have turned the football over more than any quarterback in the National Football League since you have, since you have came into the National Football League. So basically, this is Josh Allen getting Dorsey fired. And the reason why I say that is because some of these throws that he's throwing, I don't care who's calling the plays. These are repeated mistakes, right? The ball he tried to throw on the sideline is the same ball he tried to throw on the sideline in Cincinnati that got picked off. Mm. So at one point, we, I understand you got a strong arm. I understand you're a talented quarterback. But at one point, you have to get consistent and you have to throw the football in places to where these receivers can only get it. He's turning the ball over way too much. It will be crazy to say that Josh Allen is not the biggest problem right now in Buffalo because the ball is in his hands every single play. And I understand he can have more, but he has done a lot with what he has right now year after year after year when you talk about statistics. Whether it's Stephon Diggs, whether it's Gabe Davis, whatever, he has balled with these dudes. You know, and now it just looks like Josh Allen, if we keeping it a buck, it looks like he's taking a step back. Six straight games with an interception. Yikes. 
If that was any other quarterback, and I ain't gonna bring his name up, Shady would have murdered him on mm. this day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ceiling or not? No. You, you, no. you know what I'm saying? No. So at the end going, of the day, Josh, you have the ball in your hand every single play, and Josh is not delivering. He is not playing at an elite quarterback level, even though he has elite quarterback talent. Point blank, period. Jay's the biggest problem because with great power comes great responsibility. That's true. He's the face of the organization. He's somebody that we all consider to be elite, one of the best players, if not the best at his position Mm -hmm. in the league. We see the talent that he has. We've seen the results of that talent. Mm -hmm. But we have to hold him to the same standard that we hold all other elite quarterbacks to. And at this point, it is actually having causation. The the offensive coordinator was just fired. Mm -hmm. Their record is not what it's supposed to be based off the expectations that they had for themselves this year. There's division in the locker room. There's noise outside of the locker room that we're about to discuss. So these are real problems. I don't think that they lost the game solely because of Josh Allen yesterday. There were other mistakes that were made. But you're the one, you're the leader. You're the one that's, that's supposed to set the tone. And my issue with Josh Allen has always been the same. I love the talent that he has. I love the ceiling that he has. He's spectacular. But the reason that the conversation about talent always, I don't know, it just kind of irritates me a little bit is because you can have all the talent, but you have to have everything else too in order to truly have success at the highest level. And consistency is one of those things. So it's not just that the Bills are inconsistent. Josh Allen is inconsistent. The, the term gunslinger sounds fun, right? Because we love Westerns. Mm-hmm. Gunslinger. It's like a little, it's a little sexy. It's a little scary. But there's consequences to that. And when you're talking about a margin of error as small as it can be in the NFL, with, with, with wins meaning as much as they do in this league, with one mistake having the type of causation that, that, that costs people's jobs and legacies and dynasties and all these things, that has to matter at some point. So I don't even know if it's really fixable with Josh Allen. Ooh. but. It, well, I mean, we have a lot of evidence that it's not. Which is- so, so, so I want to believe that he's capable of, of dialing it back because I feel like we saw it a little bit at the beginning of the season, but he's, he's defaulted back to turning the ball over. And he's always been able to overcome it. And I think that sometimes if you reward bad behavior, you justify it. And then maybe that's what's happened with Josh Allen. It's, it's fascinating. I agree with everything you said. Something you said scared me because if Josh Allen cannot fix this, What does that mean for the Buffalo Bills? Now, we'll get to that momentarily, but I think players are a reflection of their coach and an offense is a reflection of the quarterback. You will not find a consistent offense and an inconsistent quarterback, and you will not find a tough offense and a soft quarterback. So the Bills' offensive inconsistencies are just reflective of the fact that their quarterback is inconsistent. Josh Allen is the Bills' biggest issue. You cannot win on a consistent basis at the highest level with the quarterback that leads the league in interceptions since 2018 forward, 2019, 2020, 21, 22, and now we are in 2023, pushing to 2024. Josh Allen is the biggest issue for the Buffalo Bills, but Shady's not the only issue because the Bills got some drama in the locker rooms. Stephon Diggs, brother Trayvon Diggs, all pro in his own right, cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, he's hurt. But his fingers are still active (laughs) because after the game, he took to social media and he hopped on X, formerly known as Twitter, and he said, man, 14 got to get out of there. 14 obviously is his brother's jersey number. He also added, let's not forget, 
He, Josh Allen, didn't start going off till bro, Stefan Diggs, got there. So Trayvon Diggs, the brother of Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs has notably shown his frustration with Josh Allen on camera and off camera. Stefan Diggs' brother, Trayvon Diggs, is now speaking up. Shady, what is your reaction to this madness? Yeah, I, I didn't really care for it. I think Trayvon Diggs is a hell of a player. So he has a voice which is going to be heard. Um, and, and also... I guess I give him grace because he's, he's, his brother, his brother's involved. And, you know, who wants to speak up for their brother? Only thing I, I didn't like is um, let's not forget how bro was before Josh Allen. What I think mean? Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen are meant for each other. I truly believe that. Because Stephon Diggs, I think right now, is a top five receiver hands down, yep. right? Pushing for that top three. No doubt. But before Josh Allen, nobody was speaking on that. I thought top they five, they top ball. And like, slow down for a second. Top five. Bro, the man. You gonna tell me? I don't ask about the man. I'm asking you. Was he as a football? Well, he player, was. He was with the Vikings. You tell me he's a top five. He was going to work with the Vikings. Right. Never made a Pro Bowl or All Pro. I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm, I'm just trying to just bleep that out for a second. Anyway, he comes to the, the Bills, right? Josh Allen needed a guy like Stephon Diggs. That's why his career jumped up like that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Josh. Yep. But also, Stephon Diggs' career jumped up. No doubt. I mean, I mean, every year he's he's considered like 100 plus catches, yards, All Pros, Pro Bowls. So they're meant for each other. So I didn't like that part. But as far as him, um, you know, taking up for his brother, I totally get that. We just can't forget that before Josh had Stephon Diggs, he was cool. He was good. He was all right. Right. right? Stephon, before he had Josh, he was cool. He was, cool. He was, he was all right. right. I think they met for each other. And together, they're a crazy great duel. Together. Now, in these toxic relationships, though, 2-5, usually some, when they break up, somebody's going to take a bigger L. Who needs who more? Does now, Josh now, need now, Stephon now, more or does Stephon this. need Josh I, I do more? think that... Uh, Ah, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. Stephon Diggs is going to get busy anywhere he goes. I truly believe that. I just think that Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have a great connection where mm. every quarterback yeah. can't really get that. So to answer the question, who, who's going to benefit more? I, I probably would say Josh has benefited more with Stephon Diggs. I think that you can just look at the numbers and just see the connection. Like, when he had Stephon Diggs, he was just, he's a different quarterback. When I played play with him, he was young, good quarterback. He, he wasn't there yet. I think Stephon makes him elite. But then on the other side, I think, I think Josh Allen makes Stephon Diggs elite. You know, I, I would say that if I had to pick out of the two, who's better? I, I would say Stephon Diggs is probably a better football player than Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I would say that. But together, they are a great duel. That's a fascinating. Yeah. Joy, you had a brother played in the National Football League, so you can probably empathize with this a little bit more than most. Trayvon Diggs coming to the aid on social media of Stephon Diggs. Did you have an issue with it? Yeah, whew. I'm glad. Glad Jay wasn't in that uh, hmm. social media era. But uh, he would not have approved. You've been going off? Uh, he, I mean, he, yeah, that was never in a conversation. I, I, I knew better. But I don't have a problem with him defending his brother. Like, this is his brother. He cares. Who's he going to care about more than his brother and, and, and wanting to see him have success? I would agree with Shady. I think that they need each other. Yes, if, if they were to break apart in this situation, Josh Allen needs him more than Stephon Diggs needs Josh Allen at this point in their careers. But they needed each other to get to the space that they are. And particularly when you look around this roster, if Stephon Diggs is not there right now, I don't know what we're talking about with the Buffalo Bills. That's true. That's 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 a fact. I I got a question for you because I don't want to build off a false premise. You said I don't have a problem with him defending his brother. But I don't view this as a brotherly defense. Stephon Diggs was not under attack. Stephon Diggs was just playing a football game that they lost. And now Trayvon Diggs, in my mind, unnecessarily Mm -hmm. hops on social media and says, man, 14, got to get up out of there. Defending his brother, I'm with you. I have a brother also that played in the National Football League. I would defend him above others. But did you view this as, like, defending Stephon Diggs? What attack was Diggs under? 
Well, I mean, that depends on where you're looking. If you want to find somebody who has a problem with somebody, uh, X is a good place to go. Hmm. So you, you will find what you're looking for. Somebody got a problem with everything. I'm yeah. sure someone has a problem with the red lipstick today. Hmm. Will you look hard enough? We're going to find it. So where he felt inspired to, quote unquote, defend his brother, I, that, that's not hard to find. People are going to be blaming everyone on the bills for for the struggles that they're dealing with lately. But I, I would imagine they're leaning more towards Josh Allen. But it's, I look at it as a defense because this non-winning is going to affect Stephon Diggs' legacy as well. Mm-hmm. Like these, he's a player that people expect great things from in this league because he is a great talent. And, and, and by association, he's on the bills because he plays there. So their success is linked to his success overall as far as his legacy goes. So it's a very nuanced answer. I just don't think it's as simple. I understand what you're asking. He's not getting particularly attacked Josh, the way Josh Allen correct. is. But defending somebody who you care about, who's in a situation that you think is, is a struggle for him, to me, I still view it as a defense. Yeah, for me, I mean, I, I agree with everything you guys said, especially especially when you guys said Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, you know, kind of were meant for each other because yeah. they, are, they are a top duo in the National Football League. But Stephon Diggs, 63 catches, 1,100 yards with the Vikings. That's yak yardage. That's balling. 102 catches, 1,000-plus yards with the Vikings before he went over there to Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs was a baller. Whether it's Pro Bowls or all pros attached to it, when you talk about numbers and balling and making plays and impacts on team, Stephon Diggs was a baller. As a brother, I don't mind this at all. I'm cool with you calling me and saying that. You ain't got to put it out there to the world because, for me, I know that this is conversations you done had with bro. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's, man, Josh Allen ain't doing this, or the offensive coordinator. This is conversations you've been having. Then when you turn the tape on and you see uh, Patrick Sertan following him all over the yard and him have three catches for 30 yards, you know people going to say, oh, he getting locked down. If Big Bro reading any of that, hold up. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's quick that I'm finna come to my, my, my big bro's defense. You know what I'm saying? So I know where he's going because he knows if Stefan don't ball or don't get the numbers, those conversations are coming. You know what I'm saying? Whether whoever's throwing you the football, but James, you know Big Bro is a better talent. Here's my issue, though. I don't even mind the first tweet. Man, 14, Stefan Diggs, yeah. you got to get up out of there. Don't mind but that you tweet. you woke up with something. But then when you say, let's not forget, yeah. Josh Allen didn't start going off till Bro got there. Why are you shooting at Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh did nothing to you, Stefan no, no Diggs. Question. So no for question. Trayvon hey. Diggs, in my mind, to now yeah. say, wait a second, Josh Allen wasn't like that before mm-hmm. Stefan got yeah. there. That's when I'm like... Now, Josh didn't do nothing to Stefan. Why is Trayvon right. acting like it's on Josh? Well, well, we don't know what the brothers talk about, but I think that's a competitive nature. Like, hey, they're not, they're not losing who they, who they point to. Is it Stefan Diggs? Who's it, is it Josh? And as a brother, I'm like, oh, oh, oh my brother liked that. Don't forget, yeah. before Josh had Stefan Diggs, what he, was, what he looked like. But, so I, I think, okay, so for example, I've been in a situation like that before. Talk to me. Let's so take me back to my Philadelphia days, right? One of my favorite players, OGs of all OGs, Michael Vick, yeah. right? And people would say things about Mike, good or bad, whatever it is, but his brother spoke up about it, right? And it was awkward, though, mm-hmm. right? Because he, he might say something about certain play calls or certain coaches, or he might say something about teammates, wide receivers, dropping balls. And we would be, like, in a team meeting or be, like, in an office meeting, like, the, 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 whoever's brother says something about, it'd be weird, it'd be yeah. awkward, right? Even in the family rooms... Yeah. Where okay. we out of the game, you know what I'm saying? You said this about me. I said on Twitter, uh, it's a coach, and it was awkward. I think the difference with this situation, though, is that, A, I think that Trayvon Diggs is a really, really good player, and his voice matters because it's his brother, and, sure. and we got to talk about it. But I don't, I don't think it will affect Josh or Stefan. You don't? Okay, look, nah, 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 because, because you, Trayvon Diggs, 
He had his own lane. Sure, but answer you know this for me, Shady. How could it not? For example, like, if, if your moms, if your pops, I know they watch the show on a daily basis, grandma, up, et cetera. Grandma? If, if, they, if they watching the show and they say something about me on social media, I'm going to feel some type of way about you. Because I'm like, hey, get your house in order. Because if, you, if your people say something about your boy, mm -hmm. I'm taking that out on you because so, I don't know so, them. So let's say grandma don't think you like that on yep. TV. How, why is that my fault? Because... That last name and that bloodline is on you. you so, like, what I'm, what I'm saying is, who is jo Josh Allen? If what, if, he, what if my grandma was famous, though? That'd be different. She had her own lane, yeah. right? And she's speaking her own words. Can't control what she's saying. But if, if, if Trayvon Diggs is his own dude, all yep. pro or cornerback. He got his own lane. And he played for Dallas. He won't say what he want to say. But do you think Josh, Allen, gonna say do you think say. Josh Allen agrees with Trayvon Diggs? Because Trayvon I, I, is saying he wasn't like that before. Trayvon said, Josh, you weren't like that no, without my brother. He can't agree. Did, did, didn't, he can't agree. Hold on, though. But, but, <laughs> he can't but Stephon agree. Diggs didn't want to be there. Like, he wanted to be with the Bills, correct? Yes. Yeah. And leaving well, Minnesota. Oh, they traded for him. They traded for him. Right, but, but like, it was, it was, yeah, yeah like, this is the place, this is a mutually beneficial situation. Mm -hmm. Let's just cut all of it. They both benefited from the situation. Absolutely. Both yes. benefited. This yes. isn't this isn't a place where the quarterback is is not talented. Correct. And th this is a but struggle that we all agree with. They're acting the, the, my issue is cuz you're making a great point. Trayvon Diggs is yeah. acting yeah. as if it is. But he can say that if he wants to. That's what I'm saying. Stephon Diggs knows what it's like to play with Josh Allen and knows what it's like to not play with Josh Allen. If this had been the only place he'd been in his own, his entire career, I might have perhaps I think that this was something bigger. But he's had other experiences. He's, he's had the, the ball thrown to him by other quarterbacks. He knows what this is. I, I, don't, I, I can't, I don't know. I think that I, I, agree, I agree with Shady. He has his own lane. He has his own voice. He is his own, his own talent in his own right. I don't think that he's speaking for Stefan. I think that they've, they're brothers. They've shared frustrations. And this is a frustrating time. And, and, and when you're losing, everything feels bigger. Everything is more of a disaster. You think Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are worried about Twitter right now? God, I hope not. I think, I think there is something to James. I had the pleasure of meeting your family this weekend. I was in the studio. You brought your family in this weekend. Yeah. If your wife said your boy was sorry, yeah. I am taking it out on you because I can't take and, it out and, on your wife because I don't know her. And you should because that's me and her sitting down at the dinner table and I'm like, bro, bro, I ain't even like that. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So Correct. That's why when I look at these tweets, just like my, my little son walked up on you and say, why my dad ain't on that picture? Yeah. Okay, see, so y'all three. Oh, that was And I said, I said, I asked you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So, Straight up. So at the end of the day, that's something that we up the elevator, we talked about. That's the only thing that this really raises red flags because I know y'all sat down yes. at one point in time and had these conversations. Whether Josh ain't like this or he don't do this right or whatever it may be, the OC don't do this right. So this is little bro coming out like, man, I done had these conversations with big bro. He got to get up out of there, right? Because the same stuff is happening or whatever may be happening, it's happening. That's why we up here talking about it because we know how close these dudes are and we know it has to be some type truth in that, Shady. My, my brother has a, has a pretty big... Pretty big name. He's done TV before. Mm -hmm. If he were to come out and say something publicly, y'all might be mad at me, but I can't tell him what to say. Because he has his own platform. Oh, but you can't right? tell he's his, his own boss. He's his own boss. Hey. You can't so that's what I'm, I was trying to tell you, like, I gave you the story about Mike Vick because his brother didn't have the, 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 the power like that. And it was a little awkward. It was like, it was small, though, right? Everybody got over it. But if, if uh, uh, Mike Vick's cousin was um, um, the quarterback uh, for, the, for the Saints. For, yeah, right. Aaron, Aaron Carr. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Brooks. Brooks. Aaron, Aaron Brooks. Brooks says something about it. It's like it has, it has more lead to it. Oh, whoa, what's going on? Because he has his own power. He has his own voice. That's what I was saying. But real quick, though, because yeah, you right. said something that I did not like. Okay, Cook Shady. Right? Cook, it cook, was cook. not honest. Cook, not honest. You, you, you spoke on Stephon Diggs' numbers 
with the Vikings, uh-huh. right? Would you, would you say he was the number one receiver over there? The year he had 1,100, yes. But his time there, his time there, his time as a Viking, though. Was he a number one? Yes. Maybe talent-wise, but... Adam Thielen balled, too, but Stephon so, Diggs was, okay, was so the I, guy I, over I, there, too. Because okay, he don't want to g- g- get to that. So, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'll leave it go. I'll say this. Since he's been in Buffalo, let's just say that, he's way more recognizable. He's, 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 he's on everything. He's on commercials. He's on everything. Everything you talk about is Stephon Diggs. He still was that good with the Vikings, but it was a different story with Josh Allen. That's all I'm saying. I and, so, and, so, and so you bring it up. Yeah. My thing is, I do think that Stephon Diggs is a better player out of the yeah. two. No all I'm, I'm saying is that for both of their careers, yeah. when he got with him and they got together, Pauls, and they become good teammates yeah. as a duel, they've been very, very good. Very good. Stats-wise. Elite. Yeah. Not even very good. Elite. elite. Stats-wise yeah. and accolades. Yeah. And, and if you, and I can't even pick other players Dual-wise, it's better than them. No doubt. And I, and so, I said so, I agree so, with so you on that. if you agree that. with me, then, then let's, let's not play but that I game. Don't, no, it that. ain't no play, no game. I don't want you to say forget about what he did in Minnesota like he was a bum. That's, that's, a bum. No, 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 that's, no, no, that's no, all no, I'm no, saying. Stephon Diggs is never a bum. Never that's a bum. all I'm saying. But I am saying is he's not the player with the Vikings like he is with the Bears. All I'm saying is 1,100 with the Vikings, 1,000 with the Vikings. But all I'm saying is is he's... 1,000 is cool. He was a good player. He had not 102 catches and a G. 63 and 1,100. That's balling. However, you slice it and dice it. That not balling. Well, that was not balling, though. Let's not get crazy. Trayvon specifically said going off. Would you say he went off? They both ain't going off until they got each other. Yeah, That's they, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm they, with you. I, and I, I think Stephon Diggs are, just they are really good match. terminology to debate. He, he said Because he know he... Oh, I got so... I guess passionate because he know what's up. Well, you know what's going on. But the way y'all came crazy. off was like Stephon Diggs wasn't doing nothing in Minnesota. He was good. He was, he was good player. He's a thousand yards. And good. that's why they traded for him. Yeah, a little thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, yeah, he was good. You're a little thousand. You're good. 1,100, I mean, Josh Allen was talented also. Correct. He was good. Everyone was good. Now, now they're, they're great. They were elite. Now they're elite. Great. That's a good one. Now they is. He's great. He's, Josh and him are great together. That's all I'm saying. Agree on that. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, family. You well, who else, who else has been great? C.D. Lamb. Well, yes. he has heard the noise and he spoke up. He said that he is the best receiver in football. Some people, myself included, question if he's a number one receiver. Come back to the most heated conversation of the day. That's next on Speak. Don't forget, check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius XM. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We're in second and short, and what matters right now is how C.D. Lamb has been playing for the Dallas Cowboys. He went off in the Cowboys' blowout win. I believe he had 151 yards, about 11 catches. He became the first player in NFL history with double-digit catches for at least 150 receiving yards in three straight games. After the win, he was not shy about his status in the league. Take a listen. I'm the top receiver in this game, and there's no question about it. If there is, I'll see y'all again next week. 
<laughs> uh, one, I love CeeDee Lamb swagger. I've loved it since he was at the University of Oklahoma, beating up on my boys at Texas. I love everything about how he plays the game. James, there has been a lot of dialogue, you and I have had it as well, about is CeeDee Lamb proven he is a number one wide receiver? Yeah. I believe CeeDee Lamb is an elite wide receiver. I believe CeeDee Lamb is an incredibly talented wide receiver. I think he's one of the best five wide receivers in the game right now, but I don't necessarily believe he is a number one. I will get into that later. Yeah. But you in 2012 led the league in receiving yards. Yeah. No, you led the league in receiving touchdowns touchdown yeah. with 14 of them, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So you know wide receiver play better than anybody mm -hmm. on national television. Has CeeDee Lamb proven he's a number one wide mm -hmm. receiver? These last three weeks, yep. And the reason why I say that is because the main question with C.D. Lamb is get your butt out of the slot. Go out here and make some of them big-time catches, run these big-time routes to where you got Slay on you and you outside these numbers and there's only two, three routes to run. Slay knows that and you still have to win, right? And lately, Coach Mike has been putting him out there and he has been winning. And I got some plays to show you Ooh. that this is really like number one type stuff. We know what he does in the slot, but outside that number one, we really don't know how good he is. Right here against the Ram, we call this a little Dino route, but I want you to look at the back angle. <laughs> uh, I gotta go somewhere, right? This corner All knows in that, this corner knows that, hey, I cannot, he ain't gonna run no out route and CeeDee Lamb still winning in the inside. And then right here, this is what you cannot teach, right? One hand, two hands, that's one on one, mano y mano. But he started at the number one, though, which is cool. But just the big-time playmaking ability. Mm. But the, the second-to-last play before on the slant against the Giants, that is one-on-one, -on -one inside leverage. You still have to win inside and make a really tough catch, right, with Dak Prescott putting the ball in that window. The last three weeks, C.D. Lamb has showed that I'm that dude, I'm that number one wide receiver, and I could go anywhere on this football field and win. And he showed us that. So if he would have got up there and said anything else, we all would have been looking at him like he tripping. So I expected, <laughs> you know, him to say that and feel like he's the best receiver in the National Football League. Yeah, he should absolutely say that. And I think he's been the number one receiver there. I think he's been he's a still. number one receiver. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know, Cowboys fans would probably be mad about this too, but I don't think this offense looks the same without him. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I agree okay, I, I don't want like you know, people to be getting upset. CeeDee Lamb is a really, really good player. I disagree. I do think he's a number one receiver. He's certainly the number one receiver for the Dallas Cowboys that we think is one of the top teams in the league and is in Super Bowl contention, going to be in the playoffs, putting up massive numbers. Dak's putting up big numbers, in part because of CeeDee's production mm -hmm. and those big-time plays. I mean, that, that ball might have made it there next week if we had played <laughs> we played it in slow motion. Thank God he has some separation. Right? So, I mean, yes, I think CD should say this. I think he's the number one receiver. I think he's a fantastic talent. I think he was the number one receiver after last year. I thought he had closed, closed the book on those questions after last season. This offense doesn't look the same. They can't do the things that he does. I think he makes everyone on that offense better because of his talent. He's absolutely a number one receiver. For sure. You know what's funny? It's like a lot of um, old Wide receivers, they all say, oh, he's CD, and C.D. Lamb is not no number one. And I'm thinking, like, why? And they all say what you just said. Oh, he's, he's sometimes in the slot a lot, this, that, and the third. I'm thinking, like, if, if this is my best player on offense, which he is, quarterback or whatever other position, he's the best player on that, on that offense. So you can put him outside, inside, reverses. You, you do everything with your best player. I look out of the way when I played with Tyreek Hill, right? And I even heard, before I go to that one, Deshaun Jackson, I thought he was the number one. They had to show an outside, inside, doing reverses, wildcat, did everything. 
So I'm thinking, like, if, if you're versatile, you can do everything. Why is that a knock on your game? Tyreek Hill. He goes, he's, he lines up everywhere. Motion. Fake motion. Backfield. Wide, wide out. In the slot. They put him everywhere. When I watch CeeDee Lamb, he is a special player. He was special in college. Yeah. And now I watch him now, his after the catch is amazing. Mm-hmm. You talk about his right. He, he can run routes. Mm-hmm. He can catch the ball. And he can make you miss, and he and his, and his yak after the catch is amazing. Yeah. So when I ask about who's the number one, why wouldn't it be why wouldn't it be C D Lane? Well, I think the reason why is even when you hear the cornerbacks come out that they could be old, they could be like me. Uh-huh. Okay. But even when you hear them come out okay. and say, I don't think C D Lamb is the number one because he hasn't shown to play on the outside consistently. So, now he is. Yeah. And that's why he's in that well, okay. conversation. Well, hold on. So, hold on. so another thing I want to talk about is <clears throat> last year. Now, now I, I I'm big on numbers. I'm big on. I'm big on game tape, I'm big on big games, and I'm big on numbers. And he checks all them boxes. Last year, they, they, they put him as an all-pro. Mm-hmm. That's hard, hard to, to do. do. No. All-pro is easy. We just talked about how good Stephon Diggs really is. He, and when he was in Minnesota, no all-pros, no pro Bowls, none of that. No. You look at CeeDee Lamb, when they got rid of Amari Cooper, I was like, oh, I don't know about this move. Yeah. Why the hell would they do that? Everyone was nervous about that. Now I know why. Because they have a number one in their own draft pick, CeeDee Lamb. Let me chime in if I may. Let me chime in as, as a resident defender on this desk. The reason that I would say, like, CeeDee Lamb isn't the number one, that people are saying isn't a number one. He obviously is the number one on okay. that team, and he is a beast. I'm reminded of the 2012 to 2017 conversation, my favorite conversation in football on defense. Richard Sherman or Pat P? Yeah. Sherman or Pat P? Who you taking? Sherman or Pat P? Is it Patrick Peterson? Do you like Sherman? I was always that's like... Easy, that's an easy one. For me, I was like, I got to take Patrick Peterson because he travels everywhere. Yeah. He plays inside. He plays outside. He'll travel with the best defender. Sherman, first ballot Hall of Famer. You could argue the best cornerback of the generation, but Sherman was going to stay on the left side. And as a defender, yep. I respected the person who traveled everywhere uh-huh. more because that to me is like that's a higher level of skill, higher level of ability. I'm not knocking CeeDee Lamb because Mike McCarthy's genius. I think what Mike McCarthy has done with CeeDee Lamb mm. has been genius. Mm. But when I think about what you have to do with CeeDee Lamb, CeeDee Lamb eating has caused other people to starve because the Cowboys scheme up CeeDee Lamb to be open. Mm. So as opposed to just going out and saying, hey, whoever wins, win, Dak Prescott, throw it to the best player. They're scheming CeeDee Lamb, oh, which no. is why Brandon Cooks more often than not this year has not eight. Yeah. I think about it the same thing defensively with the 49ers last year. Nick Bosa had 18 and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. The Niners only had 44 because D'Amico Ryan schemed Nick Bosa to be open. The mm-hmm. Eagles, you Can know I, this better yeah, than yeah, most. Yeah. The Eagles defensively were like, hey, y'all just go hunt. Whoever wins, let's, win. Let's stick to the offensive side. You said some things because I, I think that uh, Sherman was a really, really great player. Sherman's well, a great Sherman's first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. First but, but being first, first ballot. Ballot. But, but versatile, I think, would go to Patrick Peterson, right? Yeah. Same thing with CeeDee Lamb. I think it's a blessing that he could do everything outside, inside. I like that. If I'm a coach or coordinator, why, why wouldn't I scheme up for my best player? Every team I've ever sure, no doubt. seen or been on, they, they scheme for the best player. Yeah. So, so uh, another thing you said um, about scheming up for all the, the top guys. Mm-hmm. So I think that Devontae Smith, I think he's damn good. Of yeah. course. Of right? Course. But the number one is A.J. Brown. Yeah. A lot, oh, Devontae, my bad. Yeah, it, I went it, Adams. Yeah, okay, good. Yep. They, they both good. But they scheme up things for A.J. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. You do number one, you will get more targets course, right. on any team. That's my thing. So when you when y'all say this about CD Lamb, that they 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 they, they scheme it up for him and they design it for him, that only matters. So, See, a while ago I did say this real quick, and I'm done. Because people think I'm late lying, all right? They think I hate the Cowboys, but I really don't. I tweeted this out. I don't know if you guys can see it. I think I put it on there for me. <laughs> I was saying like everybody's always hating on this dude. I don't know what it is with people hating on CD Lamb. Yeah. He's an elite wide receiver. Yeah. It's time to give this dude his credit, James. 
Acho? But give the man his credit. Last, hold on real quick. In the last three weeks, like I said, he's shown that. But when Amari Cooper was there, he didn't touch outside. Because Amari Cooper was the bona fide number one receiver winning outside. But he's not there anymore. I understand right. that. Right. And he was, and he was even, drafted there, Even too. last so year, young your all-pro year, he lived in the inside. That, that's all I'm saying. Now everybody's seeing how versatile C.D. Lamb is going on the outside, going on the inside. Coach Mike being able to say, okay, you can win on all these routes, and I'm going to scheme this stuff up for you. I play with a lot of really good receivers. That happens. The number one receiver, when you come in there on Monday, Tuesday, right. how can we get on the ball? You exactly. can J.J. sitting in there. I understand all that, but you have to have the ability to win on all that stuff. C.D. Lamb has not showed us the ability to win on the outside consistently really since these last three games, and that's why we're having this conversation. So this is really just a conversation about principle because he is the number one wide receiver in Dallas, a team that, again, is a top offense that is contending for a Super Bowl. He puts up numbers. They have production. The offense doesn't look the same without him. So he's just a wide receiver, but he's not like – the kind of wide receiver we want him to be as a number one receiver. Maybe we need to just expand the idea of what a number one receiver is, because to me, he is a number one receiver. So if he is the number one receiver, how is he not a number one hey, receiver? I would, say, you know, that point, I would say it's the same way we say so-and-so is, a fran- is the franchise quarterback, but he's not a franchise That's quarterback. That's disrespectful we said to that, okay. Because CeeDee well, Lamb would have this kind of production, as good of a player as he is, with several other quarterbacks. He is that good. I so, don't, he got the best quarterback in the league. That. To me, that is saying that this quarterback would only have success. CeeDee Lamb has brought Purdy. He's only having success in this particular system with this, this that game is, being set That's up. where I am. I think CeeDee Lamb is eating like this because of Mike McCarthy. That's worth. So, but, I mean, so, I'm, but, but, but last year that wasn't Mark McCarthy's offense. It was still Kelly. The brilliance. It was brilliance. Like, Shay, I mean, are there, of, of CD Lamb's, of CD Lamb's fourteen targets, of his fourteen targets, what? six were outside. I literally am watching it right now in the first. Okay, place. That's, that's cool. So right. the point I'm making is like. It, there's no, saying. there's nothing wrong with what we're saying. No. He is elite. No. He is, and you can both be. You say, okay, so I, I, I'll give you one more, and I'm done with it, right? Because maybe I he is elite. Okay, so if you guys remember, majority of the wide receivers that we interviewed. They never really have Tyreek Hill top five in the league yeah. until this year. Yes, yes, yes. And I always, I would ask dudes like, and I won't even say their names. The, the, yes. You know, of course. I'm thinking like, bro, in my head, I'm like, you, you, you not better than Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But I would ask, why you don't have him in the top five? And they would give me all these reasons. It's the same He's principle. in the slot. It's the you know, he don't really principle. run the route. I'm thinking like, forget the routes and all that bull crap. If you get busy and you show me these numbers, how are you not elite wide receiver? It's, it's, it's all to me shady about it. If I'm a running back, I don't run nobody over. I don't do this. But I get busy every... Let me, let me do feel like... To me, it's let about... In, like, hold on, James. To me, it's about interpretation. Okay. Um, I had to play against you. I had to play against you every day in practice, 2013, 2014. Because Alfred Morris was on Washington, Alfred Morris also had to play against him. Alfred Morris had more yards than you. Okay. But I would never have said Alfred Morris is better than you because I'm like, that Shanahan scheme yeah. is allowing Alfred Morris to rush for 1,400 yards. And so I'm sitting back and I'm saying, though Alfred Morris has more yards than LaShawn McCoy, yeah. he is not better than LaShawn. But we're not arguing that CeeDee Lamb is the best wide receiver in the league. He thinks he is, and I have no problem with that. But we're not arguing that he's the best wide receiver in the league. We're saying, is he a number, number one? one? Yes. And he is. Come on now. By, by your interpretation. Yeah. But I, I, that's, I have no issue with the I mean, but the problem, he's all, all pro, and, he's, and every, he's getting busy. Shady, he's, he's getting better and better. And, and real quick, the Alfred Morris thing, like, he didn't have no real talent. He had yards. Yeah, you see why he didn't get paid. You see what I'm saying? I feel you. Because there's, there's, a, there's an eyeball test. When I see CeeDee Lamb, yeah. he's going to make you miss yes. with the line of scrimmage. Yes. He's going to make you miss with the ball in his hand. 
And he's going to one-handed catch. He do everything. Let me ask you about Sherm. He reverses and all that? Let me ask you about Sherm, Shady. Sherm. Okay. What was Obviously, he's a friend of the show. He's on Undisputed. He's a hell of a player. A hell of a player. But did you view Sherm like you viewed Pat P? Hold on. Let me, can I can I? Oh yeah, you play wide out. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I answer first? You <laughs> answer. Sherm was a dog. No, no. Big, Sherm, linky, long, no smart. Doubt. Right? But but I Get think to the but, point. but I think Patrick P's better. Mm. Why? Think, oh, more versatile. Yeah. More more talented. But more, was was Sherm not the best? On his team? Sherm was like the best in the world. So what are we argue. arguing about? He is the number one, and then there's a number one on, on the Vikings, and there's a number one on the Eagles, yeah. and there's a number one on any James, of these good offenses. Would you have said Sherm was a lockdown corner? Um, yes, I okay. would have said Sherm was Sherm's a lockdown a beast. corner. Now, I played against Sherm. A lot of problems he presents, right? He's long, physical, super smart, right? Wow. Really, really good cornerback. But oh. I think from this point that we're saying is, is we're not saying that Sherm is not a really good football player, first ballot Hall, Hall of Fame. fame. I think first we're coming ballot. down to the respect factor now. Yes, You respect it. Patrick Peterson more because I was in the huddle when Patrick Peterson was standing in the middle of the huddle like, what's, what, what side going? J.J. going on? And I used to play with him like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, but he did that with everybody and he would go on the slot. He would go he on did. the outside. He didn't care where you went. If he was in the backfield, he was sitting there waiting for you at linebacker. Yeah. This, that's, that's how he was. So I think it's just he got more respect. So is that more, for ver- doing is that more that. versatile, though? Yes. So, 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 so safe. See, see, he's more versatile. So, I can play outside, and, but inside. But that's all versus? I'm saying, Shady. He has not shown that consistently until this year. And that's why you even he's hear the cornerbacks coming. last year. Wes Welker was an all pro in the slot. He had number one. He earned it. <laughs> not number one, but he earned it. He earned it. So, not number one, but he earned it. That's all we're saying. He lived in the spot. He ain't a number one. You got to do all of this. That's sweet. We be right hey. there. You heard the man. When we return, the Broncos, they shot the Bills. But is Russell Wilson officially back? Yo, we rolling on speak today. That's we nice. can't give uh, my man slander, though. Who that? Wes Walker. He- hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations, or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, They've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. 
All right, family, we are in third and long. Russell Wilson, he made it happen last night through two touchdown passes to help the Broncos upset the Bills. They really shocked the NFL world, and now they have the Bills in a frenzy. But focusing on Russell Wilson, he's won three straight games now, 18 touchdown passes, only four interceptions on the season, second-best touchdown-to-interception ratio this season. I believe, Joy Taylor, that Russell Wilson is officially back. The reason I believe Russell Wilson is back, Russell Wilson is a man of moments. His NFL career was defined by moments, both the good and the bad. He had great moments winning a Super Bowl. He had bad moments throwing an interception to lose a Super Bowl. He is a man of moments. And what we saw yesterday were moments. He pitched the ball twice to running backs on a game-tying drive. And then, obviously, the Cortland Sutton play was phenomenal. It was about moments. 18 touchdowns, four interceptions a season. So when you look at his whole body of work, it resembles the fact that he is back. But when you look at the moments that made Russell Wilson Russell Wilson, it, too, tells me that Russ is back. But, Joy, where do you stand on the matter? Hmm. You know, originally I, I said like a baby yes, but I just listened to you, and I think my problem is if they had missed that field goal, like the Bills didn't have 12 players in the field and they end up losing this game, would we feel that Russ is back? Like, is he having the performances that warrant that conversation if that's how the game goes? Now it didn't. And the Bills fired their offensive coordinator, and we're here today. But we're not talking about the Broncos specifically. We're talking about Russ and his play, right? Uh, I, th- I think it's trending in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, when, you, when you watch, ain't it crazy, though, how, like, this league? Yeah, it's crazy. Is. One week ago. Two weeks ago, we said, fire everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Payton don't know what he's doing. Right. Russ ain't his quarterback. They don't want three straight, and we sitting up here asking, is Russ back? The way Russ looked with my own two eyes, watching him play, and I'm not saying he made every throw, but to only have five incompletions in that game, those last two drives, I mean, the, the, the ball he threw to Corden Sutton, you know, you under pressure, they bring some pressure, and you got to shovel that thing that was the to P. Moment. Ryan, yeah. you know, to, to get a first down. I believe that was on third down as well. But he just made some vintage Russ plays, and he's starting to make those vintage Russ plays consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you were to ask me the question, even though I say yes, no, I would say yes. You talk about 18 touchdowns and four interceptions, and I know stats ain't everything, but with our own two eyes, especially what we witnessed on the road yesterday with the game on the line, back-to-back drives, him making plays, really making something out of nothing, that's the Russell Wilson that we're used to seeing. That's the elite Russell Wilson that we were talking about, we were waiting to see to will his team to a victory, even if the plays were not there. I don't care what Sean Payton is calling, and that's what Russell Wilson did Last night, he made everybody better, including Sean Payton. And I would say, yes, Russell Wilson is back. All right, we, 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 we getting a little crazy with the, with the back. Like, we talking about vintage Russ? Like, that's a, that's a little extreme. I think Russ is, he's playing better than he played last year, but we can't say it's vintage. When vintage Russ was playing, they were like a top five offense. Mm-hmm. That's not me speaking. That's, that's, that's stats. Yes, sir. Right? I, I mean, now they're like 15th. That's, that's average. Cool. And on this three-game winning streak, they're what, ranked 14th in offense? The defense is playing better. They are. They're actually number one in the last three, three games they've been playing. They've been getting turnovers. They've been getting stops. They've been playing well. Even the turnovers that they've been getting for Russ, they really was getting field goals after that. They wasn't scoring. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't want to kill Russ because he's playing better. But, but to say, like, he back, back, like, back, 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 it's, it's crazy, though. Here, here's, why, here's why I don't think it's crazy, and I'm loving the conversations we're all having today. I think we have ballooned who Russell Wilson was in our head. 
Y'all realize Russell Wilson only passed for over 4,000 yards four times, and every other time he passed for under 4,000 yards, 3,300-yard seasons, 3,400-yard seasons, 3,700-yard seasons, a 4,000-yard season, a 4,200-yard season, a 4,100-yard season. The most passing touchdowns Russell Wilson had in a season was 34. He's at 18 right now. Russell Wilson, on average, was throwing 28 touchdowns and about 10 interceptions. He's at 18 and 4 right now. So I think in our head, we've made Russell Wilson greater than he was statistically. He was a great, great, great winner. But, Joy, the reason I think he's back is mm. because he actually is much more resembling statistically, and even yesterday, those moments we're used to seeing. And they're 4 and 5 this season. Correct. So we are lowering the bar for Russell Wilson to be back. That's really what we're doing. We're, we're, we're saying we want to put it here so that we can say that he's back to here. Is he trending in the right direction? Yes. I don't have anything negative to say about Russell Wilson right now. They're, they've won three in a row. It, part of it is winning games, but they are still where they are. And maybe it's improving. Maybe they're turning it around. As a team, they are also turning it around, and he's playing a part in that. But they also had an unbelievable run game. Russ didn't have to do everything. So, so that's why you have, to, put, you have to add the nuance. Seattle? You have to add the nuance to the statistics that Russ was. Agreed. That's my thought, though, is like this Russell Wilson, if you took, and you hate doing this, but I have to for the sake of the conversation. If you took this Russell Wilson's play in Seattle, when they have the number one defense in football, yeah. scoring defense and total defense, I think we'd be like, oh, wow. Maybe like, from last night. Sure. But like throughout this season, We've got to do that, Shady. We're not just going to forget about the other performances that we've seen. He's been good, and he's trending up. Let's just let's let him keep trending up. And, and let's remember when we had these conversations earlier in the season, none of us blame Russ. You know, yeah, like, Russ, just, Russ, is, Russ is playing okay. Yeah, he's playing but okay. We came up with the saying, danger, Russ, not because of stats. Because when the game is on the line, Russell Wilson made the play. Some crazy plays, like, should be sacked. Yeah. Whoop. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Some crazy plays yes. to where, okay, it's fourth down. I got to escape, and I got to put this football to Corlin Sutton in the court. Like, yeah. we've seen those. That was dangerous, not because he putting up Mahomes numbers, numbers or yes, none of that. Yeah. No, it was sir. because of those yeah. plays. And that's why I say that what we watched yesterday, that was vintage Russ. Okay. Yeah, well, I guess 190. Passing yards, that's that's, that's vintage rush. He had moments. Yeah, 190 yards passing and, and t- a lot of turnovers, and that's what you got. But cool, I'm with y'all. <laughs> Wait till we get to the conversation after the break, because Russell Wilson didn't play great, but he played better than Josh Allen. And Josh Allen's an MVP caliber talent. But is Josh Allen still elite? It's the most debated conversation in all of sports, and we're about to hop on it next. That dialogue. Ah. Hey, man, you know Russ made a lot of pro bowls. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The most intense conversation of the day. Josh Allen is, he's still elite. He has thrown an interception in six straight games. And if you weren't watching yesterday, I will update you. The Denver Broncos shocked the sports world when they beat the Buffalo Bills. He has been inconsistent, but he said, quote, I'm still confident, but it's no 
secret. The clock is ticking. Got to have some urgency now, close quote. Uh, Shady, I'm going to kick it off, man. Okay, and I apologize off. for what I'm saying ahead of time because I know this might uh, offend your take. It Not might. your feelings, it but might. it will offend your might take. I do both. Josh Allen is no longer elite. Mm. <laughs> eventually, 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 we have to update our processors. That's what Joy Taylor has taught me, and I have listened, and I have learned. How long can you be average, or can you cost your team until you become average? You got to be consistently good to be great. You got to be consistently great to be elite. Josh Allen is not consistently good, nor is Josh Allen consistently great. The problem with Josh Allen is he is too bad too often. How can you be elite if you've led the league in turnover since 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. What quarterback would we call elite if they led the league in the most detrimental category that one can lead in, which is turnovers? The game of football is all about the football. The operative word there is football. He cannot be elite if he does not take care of the football. Does he have elite talent? Yes. Does he have elite tangibles? Yes. Is he still an elite quarterback? Absolutely not. Shady McCoy, you know him. You played with him. Break it down for me. So, real quick, so I just want to be clear. Yes, You're sir. saying that Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, number 17, yes, sir. he's not an elite quarterback. That's what he said. Not Before elite. I give you my take, can you give me the, the other elite quarterback since he's out of it? Just give I me believe the-, the elite quarterback. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> right now is Patrick Mahomes. I, over the last three years, would continue to put Joe Burrow in that conversation, obviously. In the regular season, I, too, would put Lamar Jackson in that conversation. I'm driving a caveat. But I truly would say Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, last three years, entire bodies of work. All right. So I guess this thing is a year-to-year thing for you? Yes, sir. Okay, well, I can take that. Right, if you're saying that, I I can believe that. I, I, I still think Josh Allen's an elite quarterback. I think he's in a slump right now. He's having a bad season, right? They're losing games. This is the, the issue. The issue is Josh Allen really never changes. Mm. The, the thing that's changed is the losses. Mm. He always turned the ball over. That's, that's who he is. But the difference is when he turned the ball over, they were still winning. As much as you know about the Buffalo Bills since Josh Allen has had Stephon Diggs, one thing they're going to do for sure, they're going to get touchdowns, they're going to get turnovers, but they're going to win games, right? And that's the, that's the biggest thing. Um, he, he scores at well, too, now. Ten games, he does have 26 Jeez. touchdowns. Jeez. That's hard to do, Joy Taylor. I, I agree. So I, I just feel like Ooh. as much as we talk about Josh Allen, we, we can't say he's not a elite quarterback. He's having a slump. He's having a bad year. That happened. Can I ask you a question? Uh, go back to 3 p.m. yesterday. 3 p.m. Right, we had just 3 p.m. Pacific time. We just finished the show. Mm-hmm. If I'd asked you, was Josh Allen elite, what would your answer have been? <sighs> He's scaring me. I think I would dodge Yes or no. We got to have a yes or no. We got to have a yes or no. If you made me say yes like or no, can't just, I probably would have said yes. Yes. I probably would have said yes. So one game in week 10 against the Broncos that came down to a field goal mm off of a penalty, and obviously we know lots of things and, play and, roles. And Vince rush, too. Right. Well, <laughs> everything plays a factor. His play obviously led to them not being in the position to win uh, along with the field goal and, and the penalty, whatever. Uh, that goes the other way. We're not having the conversation today, even based off of how he played yesterday, mm-hmm. about whether or not he's elite. That's the margin here, yes. is that they lost to the Broncos in Week 10. Mm-hmm. I can't jump to that yet. Now, I will say, at the end of the season – if they don't have the success that they expected or they aren't in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I might have to reconsider that. But to Shady's point, they have production. We like production. We like numbers. Love production. Yeah. They do win games. They have won games. 
And I'm not arguing for turning the ball over being a good thing. I don't like it. It's always been my issue with Josh Allen. It's always been my irritant with him is that he's too high and too low. I like consistency. Say what you say, what you're going to do, then do it. Be where you are. Perform at the level that you say you can perform at night in and night out. Everyone's going to have a, ba- a moment. Bengals have started the season off two years in a row with moments. Be consistent. And he, he hasn't been able to do that. But to take him out of an elite category that I would have had him in yesterday, and most of us would, off of one game. Now, season a whole season worth of performance, I'm, I'm willing to listen to. But not off of one game in, in, in the middle of the season. Yeah. This one, is, this one is really sensitive to my heart, man. <laughs> because I play with a dude like Josh Allen. I, what, what's that? What does that say right and there? And his name is Brett Ford. Thank you. Oh he, wasn't, any, oh, he wasn't great. And if anybody told me that B wasn't elite. Thank you. We'll sit there and argue all day. And if it got to go a different way, we'll probably do that because I'll have be back. So when I look at Josh Allen and the talent that Josh has, and I know talent and consistency and all that is different, I cannot say this dude ain't in the league. Thank you. Thank you. This dude's a special quarterback, and he has lost these last couple games. But what's his record overall? Really, really good still. Even though that he has lost these last couple games, his record is really good. We all know once you lose football games, a lot of stuff starts rising to the top. Yep, that's true. People start getting fired. Everything starts getting fired. Quarterback spotlight is that much more bigger on you. So at the end of the day, I cannot say that Josh Allen is not an elite quarterback because I'm taking him over a lot of quarterbacks in this league. That's good of you, James. And, and, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Brett. Because you know, that's what I wrote. And, I wrote Brett. Brett. And I, I wasn't going to say it because I was going to leave it for and you. And not only you, though, right? Don't feel like you're alone. I don't feel like you're alone. <laughs> yo, you with me, yo, JD? Yo, not only me. Oh, no, 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 no. Not, not only us, us three. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but listen, out of 32 teams, yeah. you telling me, how many of them teams are going to say, no, nah, we don't want Josh? Yeah. They're going to take Josh. Yeah. Since Josh has came to the NFL, since he's worked his way to the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. right? It's only one quarterback that has more wins than him. Yeah. You won't believe who that guy is. Patrick Mahomes. Pat. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, even with all these turnovers and all this wild stuff he's doing, yeah. one thing he does, he wins games. That's what he does. I seen this question on uh oh, I seen this question on X this morning. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what you guys think about it. They said, would you trade, let's say any of these organizations, would you trade your quarterback and two first for Josh Allen? What you think? I would. Absolutely. You wouldn't? Shoot. So, so let's narrow it down. Let's say uh, if it's, let's say if it's, uh, let's just say Broncos because we just talked Russ. Would you, oh trade, my. would you trade Russ and two first for Josh? Oh, yeah. If you're the Broncos? Right. Yeah. Don't even ask him. Yeah. <laughs> ask Cortland what are you going to do? You ask Jerry but, Drew what they going to do. But here's, here's my Man. question. Here's my question for y'all. I love this conversation. Yeah. I, I no longer Three think you can win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. Now, keep in mind, I thought they were going to do it last year. If they were going to do it last year, I I picked him to win MVP. I picked him to win the Super Bowl. But I don't know that Josh Allen can play four consistent games, potentially on the road, against at least three really good teams. A wild card team might not be good. I don't know if he can play four consistent games. Who do you truly feel like you believe can do that? Can do that right now. Right now, That's a great I think question. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Okay, so then if we want to redefine like what elite three. is, I'm comfortable with that. Josh Allen is a great three guys. is a great quarterback, and and, and you say three. that you say that because you've seen them do it. Yes. So everyone else, you don't believe because you haven't seen. Yeah, and I've so, seen him not do it. 
that I've seen Lamar not do it. Like CJ, I, he's I can't even put him he's in the conversation. Right, you right. Know. So you've you've seen people get to that point and, and choke and 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 not get choke. get to the and Super choke. Bowl. So you're you're basing your opinion solely off what you have seen. Yes. yes. Now, if I were to say you things, are walking by sight, not by faith. So you're choosing the players that have already done it. If so I were you to, have to believe in some other quarterbacks are capable of doing now, it. Now, if I were to say that, I would also add. I just don't want to kick up dust. I would also add Brock Purdy to that list. Of what? Of, of quarterbacks who could no, of quarterbacks who could lead their team to a Super Bowl. But he did it. No, but he got hurt. I mean, but like, but I'm like, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. See, I can't let you, I can't let you do that. Like, like, if you, if you, I and I hate to even do the Brock Purdy, but I do wrong. Do your job, Shady. If you put little old Brock Purdy with the Bills, it'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. That'd be, come on, man. But if you put oh, Josh Allen the, with the with, Niners, what? he would throw picks. No, he would. He would. Yo, you know what? You know what? Yo, 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 that's crazy, though. He would throw picks. You know why? You know why? You know why? No, he wouldn't throw picks because I think that this is the thing with Josh Allen. I'm not taking this side, all right? That but would be that is he needs he needs more help. There's mm. some players mm. they get get it done with anybody. Like the the, the closest thing I've seen to that is Tom Brady and, and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. They really can get it done with almost anybody. Even right now they're struggling as an offense, but he won't even have a real wide receiver. Yep. I look at the Bills. They got Stephon Diggs. I love Gabe Davis for a little bit. Then I really watch him. He's inconsistent, sure. up and down. The other dudes are other dudes, right? And I'm looking. Kate, talking about tight end. He's, he's a he's a he's a baby. He's young. He's good. He's gonna be good in the future, but he's still young. Mm-hmm. He dropped some balls yesterday. Did you forget? Yeah. Okay. So when I, when I, when I, when I, if I put <laughs> seriously, if I put like Josh Allen on other teams where mm. he's not forced to make all the real decisions, it's it's hard. Listen, I hate to even do this, yeah. but when you play on certain teams, I'm not bad. It's the only team I ever played on. When you play on certain teams where you go from having talent everywhere. Right? And you just got to do your job and do oh, it well. Man. Compared to going to other teams, we got to do everything. Mm. For the Bills, let's do everything. Come on. Oh, so did I, I just hear you say, yeah. did I just hear you crazy? say that Josh Allen would throw a bunch of picks with yeah. the savior, Cal Shanahan? Yeah. Yes, because it is who Josh Allen is. No, no, no. I believe no. if he was with Kyle Shanahan, Ooh, Kyle man. would dial up so many fi- opportunities <laughs> for him to just be physical. All that running. Man. the most physical Kyle team in the league. Would, he would, if he had Josh Allen, it would be oh. like a kid having his favorite yeah. action figure. He'd be doing all say, stuff. I'll just say he can't change his mind. He ain't elite. No, no, no. Kyle would never have a quarterback like Josh Allen. And he had an MVP with a Matt Ryan. The way that Josh can run? <laughs> just be throwing not even, not even run. What about the throws? You think you, you think the other team? You think even Brandon, I, you, even and, I and, got and Kittle win? What? Nah. Man, all right. That's what he's throwing us out, Joe the, 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 the way that the defenses be playing the Niners, oh, stacking that box and all that, they can't do that with Josh. I'll agree. <laughs> you know what? This is a crazy conversation for myself and on, on TV. Shady I'm facial done facial talking about it. I'm done. It's crazy. I had to tease anyway, Shady. Oh, facial expresses is everything. Coming up, the Ravens had a huge lead, and then it all went away. 14-point lone lead to the Browns. Is that a cause for concern? We're having too much fun today, family. That topic's next on Speak. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
We are in overtime, and this topic does not get enough attention. Baltimore Ravens, they blew a double-digit lead versus a divisional opponent, Cleveland Browns, on Sunday with the whole world watching. Lamar Jackson threw two interceptions, including a fourth-quarter pick six. Head coach John Harbaugh said, if we had finished strong in every game, we'd be undefeated. Close quote. He's not lying at all. Not you at can all. go back to last year with Lamar Jackson. If they had finished strong, they would be undefeated. Joy, I am True. concerned, but is the Ravens' loss to the Browns a cause for concern? Absolutely. Because of what you just said, last year we saw them have the same issue. They blew double-digit fourth-quarter leads to the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Giants. They have to learn how to close games. Finish the game. Finish the game. You're already up. It's unacceptable to lose games this way, especially if you're a team that is in contention. You put in all this work. The defense is as good as it is. Lamar is playing the way that he is. The offense is finally clicking. Finish the game. This is a really – this is a cause for concern. We talk about this all the time, Shady. Some teams just find ways to win games. They play terrible and they find a way to win. And some teams play great and they find ways to lose games. And right now, that's what the Ravens are. It is definitely concerning because they shouldn't be in this situation. No doubt. I'm with you a thousand percent, Joy. For me, I'm concerned about the Ravens. And it's not because they lost, but it's how they lost. Ravens, since the beginning of last year, they have six losses when they lead by double digits. That's the most in the National Football League. But don't just focus on last year. Think about the history of the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, he throws fourth quarter interceptions. He is tied for fourth when you talk about fourth quarter turnovers. But the playoff game in 2020, Ravens versus the Buffalo Bills. Lamar Jackson driving about to score in Buffalo. Interception for a touchdown to Taron Johnson. The Ravens end up losing by 14 points. That was a 14-point play. This has been the difference in the Baltimore Ravens' existence with Lamar Jackson there. It is turnovers in the fourth quarter or the fringe fourth quarter. We saw a pick six to the Baltimore, to the Cleveland Browns yesterday, last on Sunday, and then you see that with Taron Johnson in 2020. James, I am concerned because you're seeing the character of the Ravens led by Lamar Jackson, and character doesn't change. Not at all, and I'm with you. I mean, my concern is way up there because you're supposed to be a good football team, and last time I checked in the playoffs, it's going to be Patty Mahomes. It's going to be Joe Burrow. It's going to be Tua. It might be the young fella um, out of Houston. Like, it is really good quarterbacks that you're going to have to play. Uh, Deshaun Watson to play to close out football games. And every time the ball is in Lamar Jackson's hands, even if we go to Pittsburgh, even if we, when they lost to the Colts, the ball's in his hands to go win a football game in his pick. It's turnover. Last week, it's turnover, pick six. Then you get it back again and you go three and out. You know, you up 14 points at the crib. You got to close those games out. You have a big-time defense. You got to find a way to close those games out. And Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are not doing that. You dropped 100 balls in Pittsburgh, but the ball was in your hands. Your defense got a turnover for you to win a game, and you try to throw a fade to Odell, picked off. So at one point, Lamar Jackson, he has to start closing these games out. And I'm saying Lamar because he is the franchise over there. I don't care about their defense. The ball's in your hands twice at the end of that game last weekend to close this thing out and put Cleveland to rest, and they didn't. I, I got the last take. Yeah, big dog. Let me close this thing out since the Ravens can't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they're losing. And, and I'm giving a lot of that blame to Lamar Jackson, right? If the ball's in your hands, you're the best player on that offense. Probably the best player on that team. I need you to close these games out. See, my thing is it's not like, like they are losing because in football, you're going to lose games. I don't care who, who the quarterback is, but it's how you lose them. Talk about it, Shady. You always winning the game. You're always up. And then somehow, y'all, let's let the game go. Y'all guys give a lot of credit to Deshaun Watson. Cool. But when I watch it, I look at the Browns defense and the Ravens giving that thing away. The Ravens defense, we always talk about how good they are. From one quarter to the third quarter, they the best in the league. Top one. Mm-hmm. 
But then at the last, they, fourth, quarter. fourth quarter, they like 25th. What's the issue? What it is it? I was always taught this. This is from Little League to Andy Reid at the bleat of the league. It's not how you start. Talk to no him. doubt. It's how you finish. Well, we are well, now well, finished. Well. Don't, let, don't get me going. Go I want to see you boys finish. finish and if you don't believe me, yeah. believe in Ray Lewis. Because Ray Lewis said it. Start fast and finish faster. Well, can, we, I get, can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Can I get an amen? amen. We will finish the show fast, I promise you that. Dak Prescott, based on his play, he is starting to enter the MVP conversation. Can Dak do the unthinkable? Is Dak officially in the running for MVP? We're going to finish the show with the best conversation of the day. You better come back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are in a hurry-up offense. Dak Prescott, five total touchdowns, season high, 404 passing yards, and the Cowboys blew out the Giants. Harrisburg boy Michael Parsons said, everyone needs to open their eyes on Dak, adding, quote, he should be in the MVP conversation, close quote. <clears throat> he should be in the MVP conversation. <sighs> That's Harrisburg. Yeah. He I mean, should be in the MVP conversation. Michael, he going to talk. That's what he does. my boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Harrisburg, one thing we do, we going to talk no matter who cares about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Won't care how we offend somebody. Yeah. He's offending me. <laughs> <laughs> um, James Jones, Dak Prescott, you giving him a shot to win MVP. This would be unheard of. He's gotten one vote 2016, his rookie season. But based upon his last two games, he is trending in the right direction. If we put C.J. Stroud in the conversation yeah. at five and four, I don't think it is asinine to include yeah. Dak Prescott, yeah. who has seven touchdowns the last two games mm-hmm. into this conversation. Yeah. And just threw for 400 yards. Yes, sir. Um, this is easy for me, yes. Dak Prescott should definitely be in that MVP conversation and has a shot to win it. He had, he just threw for 400 yards. Uh, what, five touchdowns? Five total. Five total touchdowns. Ran, ran one, threw four. Oh, All right. Man. He has the Carolina Panthers coming up, which he should have 405 more touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Then he has the Commanders. We already know they tanking it. They done sent two of their best pass rushers on. He's going to have five, 400 and five more touchdowns, right? So that's a lot of work right there. But his schedule is planning out to where he can put together a really good football season. But not only that, we've seen him play, even though he lost, against the Philadelphia Eagles and play a really good football game, right? One of the best games we've seen Dak Prescott play. Dak Prescott is playing at a high level right now. I put Dak Prescott in that MVP conversation because I think he's going to continue to play at this high level. Yeah, he should be in the MVP conversation because this conversation is loud and mm. long and it's like a TED talk. Like I was invited to an <laughs> intimates uh, dinner and now I'm at a party up against the wall. It's sweaty and someone has spilled a drink on me already. There's too many people in this conversation, but since we have expanded it to everyone, uh, yes, Dak Prescott should be in the MVP conversation. Therefore, he has a shot because he's in the conversation. I'll be honest with you, this year, the MVP conversation is always very interesting to me mm-hmm. because I like talking about the best in the league. And he is playing at a, at a very high level. The most valuable player, also known as the best player in the league, 
should be a very tight race. Like, it should be measured that way, but it's not this year. To yeah, me, the defense, the defensive player of the year conversation is way more interesting to me this year. So, uh, yes. I agree with that. Yes, I, th- I think that Dak should be... It's like, it's like harder, right? Like, everybody's playing well on defense. Well, I also think that particularly this year, as much as we put a lot of credit and, and, and the offense is so important in this league, I think this year the defenses have played a bigger role in a lot of teams' success than, than they have in years past. <clears throat> and so that's why I think the defensive player of the year will actually be probably the person who should win the MVP this so, year. So, the Cowboys record, they lost two, three games? Six and three. Six and three. So... All right, so that's nine games, correct? Mm-hmm. So in this MVP conversation thing that you guys think that Dak Prescott should be involved in, do we count the first six games or we don't count that? Count all do, we, do we count the six touchdowns and four picks? Do we count, we count that at all? all or them. does that even count? We count all of them. Or we only count beating the, um, the Giants the Giants and the Volunteer Giants. Do we pick them? He beat, he beat up on them guys and then Jets. And the Jets. Like, do we count on that? Like, we got to be serious when we have this conversation. It's not me coming at Dak because I think Dak is playing well right now. But overall, like, how are we putting him in the MVP conversations? If you look at the three main um, um, guys. Uh, choices or guys, you got Mahomes, you got Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Tua. Tua has been balling stats-wise mm-hmm. for a while, right? Um, Jalen Hurts, he's, he has the best record in football, yes, right? And putting numbers up. And Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. They also the best, the best in the AFC right now. Right. So when I look at Dak, it's like, okay, you had some couple good games? Okay, cool. MVP? Wait, wait. What's that mean again? Because I don't... What's the most valuable, sir. <laughs> That's what he is? What are we talking about? Watch out. Season ain't over. Season like, ain't like, over. Like, hold on, because I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Brown not in this conversation? He doing stuff they ain't even done. No, AJ is in the conversation. Tariq's in the conversation. Tariq Hill? in the conversation. Like, 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 when I watch Tariq Hill... Stroud's in the conversation. Like, AJ, they, they, they balling. And then if you talk about uh, uh, the young boy Stroud... Stroud, yeah. They won how many games last year? Every other year I remember, I remember they either number one pick in draft or number two pick in draft. He's chasing that thing around. He's, he's showing, showing this the true meaning this, this of Dak value. This is like, come on, bro. Everyone's invited. <laughs> he beat the replacements. Now you're acting crazy. When we return, <laughs> week 10 is in the books. We will see where we all rank in the speak standings. <laughs> now they still have the lead. Shave for MVP. I don't know. Next, speak. <laughs> crazy, though. MVP. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. James, explain yourself, bro. How you go five and nine picking the games from this last week? We pick everyone, and this is disgrace. This is disgusting. Yeah, let me get that your way. To talk to him. This is disgusting. You know, you're down so many games. You just take so many chances. My chances did not work out, and it has me sitting Who are you at five picking, and nine point blank period. Obviously, the wrong. Yo, he's sitting right next to you. Why you asking for help? He's sitting right next to you. I'm not gonna ask me. Why you keep going to me? Talk about the one. Talk about you see who number one? You see who number one? It's your boy. He keep going down here. Leave me alone. Hey, Shady is killing it right now. All right, so Joy right behind us. I know you tired without Joe. Yo, oh, you don't worry about you me. Joy? Man.